0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Last week in our four-part QuickBase mini-series, episode one, called C, we took a closer look at the people, the workers on the front line of the industry right now, the challenges, the opportunities, and exactly how QuickBase can optimize and automate to connect people and workflow together. QuickBase helps customers see, connect, and control complex, complex projects that reshape our world. Whether it's raising a skyscraper or coordinating vaccine rollouts, the no-code software platform allows business users to custom fit solutions to the way they work, using information from across the systems they already have. Today in episode two, called Control, we'll be discussing the increasing importance of generating renewable energy sources, the challenges of ensuring efficiency and connectivity whilst meeting high demand, the power of low-code development in complex industries, and exactly how QuickBase can centralize scattered workflows to help scale your operations quickly, safely, and securely. So welcome to the show, Alex.
1: Hey, thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me
0: i'm so excited that you're here and this is a great topic and i can't wait to dive in i don't think we've ever really discussed solar on the show before oh, wow. you know and it's so it's a let's talk supply chain first and i'm passionate about sustainability issues especially around supply chain so i'm excited to dive into something that i don't know too much about get a new angle and discover how technology can really help us make even more strides in this vital area so let's dive right in can you start by telling us a bit about your company, what you do. And also it would be great if you could give us a broad overview of the solar industry as well so we have some context.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name's Alex Pedersen. I manage a team of enterprise solution consultants what we do so we work very closely with our customers to uncover their problems and their problem areas, right? Um, we actually take a lot of time to map out their processes um, and then show them solutions on you know, how Quickbase can be um, you know that solution to help solve their problems. Um, as far as the, the solar industry goes, I was in the solar industry for a little over 10 years. Um, I had my own company um, where I would uh, have you know sales teams, installers, all of the above. And um, I ran into QuickBase from another company that was using it at the time, and it just it blew my mind. Um, how customizable it was, how flexible the platform was, what you could do with it. Um, From there, I started to build applications and it was kind of a light bulb moment for me where I then took the apps that I was building and approached other solar companies and it really just started to expand from there, you know, being able to solve the, you know, all of their their problems that they were having within that industry.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about that. What are some of the main challenges at the moment? I mean, we're out of the worst of COVID. Right, so I'd imagine the installation isn't quite as difficult now. Um, we don't have to stay two meters away from people, but I don't know what. What are they dealing with right now in the solar industry?
1: Um, one of the, I'd say, there's a couple different areas there, but the one of the bigger challenges that I've been hearing from. Um, you know, a lot of folks that are still in the industry is, of course, uh, supply chain issues as far as getting the equipment on time. Right. Um, the communication errors as far as you know when it's going to be you know delivered, and um, also is it out of stock? Is it in stock? Um, and another big, especially I think this is due to COVID. A lot of homeowners and business owners. They, they think of solar and immediately they think it's expensive. Um, right. They still don't know about a lot of these programs that the industry has to offer where they can go solar for no money down. It, it replaces their energy bill for a cheaper price. So it's just really getting that message out there so everyone can hear about it. Um, so those are some of the, I would say, some of the struggles still within the industry.
0: Tell us a little bit about those programs. I mean, let's, let's dive into that really quickly and just sort of let people know what's out there to help with some of the costs of solar.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So there really has been a, a very, I mean, it, the growth of the different types of lenders that are options have just, it's been growing constantly, um, where it doesn't matter, um, you know, if, if let's say your bill is $50 a month or 500 a month, there are programs for everybody. Um, and you can actually get solar in your home for, for no cost, uh, no money down, um, and it will re- completely replace that energy bill, right? And so it's really just, um you know, even going online and searching for you know solar uh, loans, or how can I go? How can I go solar? What's, what's the cost? Um, you know, they're they're everywhere out there now. So much much easier to find. It's just a matter of uh, looking.
0: I love that. And thank you so much for sharing that. And some of the challenges that you mentioned, you know, can really be felt across a variety of different industries, you know, hashtag supply chain issues, right? Where where we've got construction industries like we've been talking about that are having the exact same kind of challenges. and But in an industry like solar, there are so many different people involved, right? You have vendors, installers, manufacturers, clients. Typically, how have all these different parties and disparate systems been connecting? How have they been getting and giving that information to keep projects moving?
1: Yeah, it's that's a great question. So if we think um, most of the time, what we find is customers are emailing an Excel doc back and forth or something like that, or, or you know shooting text messages or um, you know, all, all the above there. With QuickBase, we have um, an API service called Pipelines, where we are able to really bridge all those gaps. So if you have, let's say, Gmail or if you're in Microsoft Outlook um, you know, or back to Gmail using, let's say, Google Sheets or you know, Drive, you can actually connect all of that um, stack that you're currently using into QuickBase and it can be seamless right? So it doesn't matter if I have this vendor using that type of a tech stack and this vendor using something else. With mm-hmm. QuickBase, I can bridge the gap between the two.
0: That's great. I mean, I, you can see behind me, collaboration is the future of business. It's what I talk about all the time. And so what kind of magic have you seen by bringing everybody together and collaborating on a project?
1: I'm The speed. Um, first yeah. thing that comes to mind, really, when, when everyone's really in in line with the entire process, there's no gaps in the communication, which really that that is a big issue there where it can create a lot of other issues downstream, um, you streamline the communication, you streamline the processes. So immediately when, let's say a site survey for solar is done, which evaluation of a business or a home, it's immediately sent over to CAD and that's, it's just automatic, the entire process all the way through. So that's that's where, you know, a a solution like QuickBase really solves and, and and is able to streamline that entire process.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure more smiling faces out there and less stressed and pulling out their hair. But you mentioned Excel and we talk about Excel on the show. As much as we scoff sometimes and talk about it being ancient and inefficient, so many people really do love it. People are comfortable with it, they know what they're doing, and they don't want to upset the apple cart by introducing a new system that maybe costs a fortune, is difficult to integrate, that nobody knows how to use, right? There's so many things, I think, when we think about a new technology integration that goes through our minds that is kind of unsettling and kind of overwhelming, how do we get out of spreadsheets? How do we get out of the mindset of spreadsheets and really embrace something like QuickBase that is really easy to integrate and can make our lives just that much easier?
1: Yeah, so uh, we see this really every day um, where that's, that's your current process is in Excel sheets. Um, and I will say it, one of the things I like to point out is, well, what, what do we not like about Excel sheets or, or what do we wish it okay. would be more of, right? Yeah. Um, if you're at all even decent in Excel, you're going to love QuickBase. It's it's really is that easy. Plug and play. You can import uh, an Excel spreadsheet into QuickBase quickly, build an, an entire form, um, connect. The different databases like the tables within QuickBase together, streamline that, that process there. So, if you know, again, if, if you're using Excel, you're going to absolutely love using QuickBase. It's a very easy transition over. And then, with that, um, when you're in uh, QuickBase, you now have that ability to customize roles and permissions, governance, dashboards. You're really able to bubble up that data to um, all the reports on your dashboard that are important for you and your role.
0: And so I'm in the audience and I'm like, I'm getting really excited about this, right? Like I can take Excel to the next level, but how do I get everybody else around me excited about that? Do you help with that? Do you give some advice on a champion within a company that would want to kind of embrace a software like yours?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the, we have several different types of approaches, but um, like one of them, you know, top of mind, is like an appathon, right? where we'll actually help a champion, like you had mentioned, um, bring maybe other champions to the table, and we can then start to brainstorm around areas of opportunity that we could use QuickBase. Okay. This being a low-code, no-code platform, it's very easy for anyone to look at, understand, and start to uh, build out. Right? If you can draw this up on a whiteboard, like a problem, we're able to take that from a whiteboard and, and actually plug that into QuickBase Build a build an application around it. So um, the, the another piece there too is some some folks really are pretty stuck, maybe using Excel, right? It might they just they just don't want to leave it. So by us being able to connect into let's say um, Google Sheets, they could still be using the Google Sheets as as you're building out the application in QuickBase and make mm-hmm. that transition a little bit easier, just one step at a time. Where eventually they will that light bulb moment will happen and they'll you know start to use QuickBase instead of Excel.
0: Hmm. Well, and I like the use of appathon. I mean, can you imagine just sort of coming together and looking at processes and going, "Well, this process is really manual for me, and this one, and this one, and this one, and this one." You guys come in, and you're like, "Well, if we connect this and we connect this, and we use our software to do this, da 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 da." You know, I save you like so many hours in your day. I mean, that just sounds like a lot of fun to me.
1: Oh, exactly. And then let's say not only the the time, but a lot of these companies are still using, let's say, paper or pen. Let's also yeah. get rid of that cost. Let's get rid of this swivel chair type process that you have in the office. Um, and again, just just automate it.
0: Love it. Love it. So let's dive into QuickBase's solar management software. We got a little bit off of the solar train, but we're coming right back onto it. Let's look at how that solution can really benefit solar brands, address the challenges we've been talking about, and help change that picture. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, there's a lot of industries right now, hashtag supply chain issues, having some challenges with that. But I think your software can really enhance that communication, get things sort of back on track, even if there are delays. Is that right? Talk talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, with, especially with solar, there's a lot of red tape, right? There's a lot of different steps that you have to go through with permitting, um, you know, zoning, uh, depending what zip code or state you're in. And because of the, the, just the vast differences of of, uh, uh, processing tasks that you have to go through, Um, That's where, again, QuickBase can can be fully customized to make sure that, okay, if it's this zip code, it recognizes that and it immediately will, uh, will lay it out in such a way that is easy for everyone to follow. Kind of using the example I'd used before with uh, the roles and permissions, if I'm a sales rep, when I log in using my mobile phone, when I'm in the field, I get real-time insights um, from my dashboard. Or if I'm um, an installer needing to know where I need to go for the next install or where I need to go pick up the equipment, that's all there for, for me as an installer. So really having that central place of truth is, um, you know, is the benefit of actually having QuickBase and being able, again, to be so flexible and customizable.
0: So I'm going to ask you about a bit of an example. So if I'm an installer, right, and I'm I'm booked for let's say Wednesday to go and install, but there's supply chain issues and maybe the product's not getting there for the Wednesday, and I need to push that out a day or two. Are they? Are am I getting alerted? Like, is this happening so that you know we're maximizing everybody's time throughout the chain?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, one thing with with solar too is. The, uh, what i've helped a lot of wholesale providers do and manufacturers is let's say as the demand is getting a little bit more crazy now you, we can actually set thresholds. so before let's say when we got down to 100 panels everyone in the manufacturing team is notified through text okay. messages emails they see that's what's going on they can make another order now knowing that we have some some maybe slower times to get get these goods delivered maybe now when it hits 200 now everyone is notified So we could start to create different types of, um, you know, analytics around like, okay, at what point do we need these notifications to go out and to whom do they need to go out to?
0: Yeah, and they're kind of like the um, siren at a hockey game, right? (laughs) You know, the red one that kind of goes around and around and around. We're alerting everybody and everybody needs to know that this could quickly become a challenge. That's right. <laughs> I love that. I think you might need to create an icon like that so that when they get it in their inbox it's like, you know, alerting them like that. <laughs>
1: That's right. It's the bells and whistles. That's right. <laughs>
0: um so the cost of parts across all industries really are rising, right? There are global transportation delays like we talked about. So can you tell us how material costs and timings are predicted for projects and how you can keep on top of all that, bearing in mind the different stakeholders involved that need to be kept up date. Now, you just spoke about sort of the manufacturing side and maybe an installer side, but how does that sort of go through the chain, right? There's somebody at the beginning, there's somebody at the end, there's lots of people in between. So what does that kind of look like?
1: Yeah, the I mean, that really comes down to making sure that you have the correct data, right? Um, and okay. that you're able to to spread that data across all this, like, like you had said, you know, the stakeholders, um, installer site surveys, uh, the prospect, you know, the customer needs to be up to date as well. Yeah. If, if there is a delay in shipment, that has to be communicated. So and making sure that we're always setting those expectations. So it's, you know. Just making sure that, we, and again, this happens with QuickBase, where you can set up the, the process completely from start to finish. And if there is any delays, um, that's logged, that's on dashboards, that's on reports. Um, you're able to start to see any trends within QuickBase as well, where then you can start to do more predictions on, okay, we know that we've been seeing this trend for the last month or two. You can then start to make slight changes to uh, your task moving forward or what personnel that you're getting involved so really, it's just, I think, more transparency and visibility into your processes.
0: So let's talk about that data. So I have a lot of conversations about data. There's good data. There's bad data. You know, we want to make sure that the data that we're feeding into the QuickBase system is obviously usable. It's that good data. Do you help with that? Or do customers kind of need to be at a certain data level to make the most out of QuickBase?
1: I, I mean... All the above, anywhere from let's say again, like let's say you have you know a a very advanced like ERP system, you need to connect to your accounting software. Um, You're using Excel or you're using another type of a CRM platform. Wherever really that there are gaps in your current process, again, that's where QuickBase can fit in, be that agility layer um, to be able to 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 fix any of those gaps there. Um, Yeah, I uh, I think it's really just just being able to to pull in the data when needed. Um, I'll use an example from like SAP for yeah. um, purchase orders, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say um, the moment I need to make a request or I need to see a certain purchase order, instead of maybe bugging someone in IT, I can log into QuickBase, make a request, have it automatically query, and then pull in that SAP data for the record. So it's really just eliminating any type of other um, manual processes or, or you know, slowing down the process.
0: Well, and is there anything else that we've talked about that we haven't talked about today that could help maybe better predict project delays, right? I mean, we've talked about communication. We've talked about those alerts. We've talked about some of the predictive capabilities. Is there anything that we're missing that people should be thinking about to help better predict those project delays?
1: Yeah, there's a, I think there's a few. So first of mine is, to probably to understand the end-to-end process and identify systems, people, um, and processes there. Identify opportunities to introduce um, automation between systems or automation of manual processes. Um, create a group um, and align on a, a, a purpose and a process to streamline the decision-making process. That's another really big one is to make sure that the the decision-making process is ironed out. Who is going to go to? Who needs to approve? Is there like an approval tree that you have to go through? Um, And then of course, leveraging no-code platforms to address that white space and workflows that cut across systems and teams, Mm. um, internal and external.
0: Absolutely. No, I love that. So um, what we've also been really talking about today is increasing project complexity, right? There's so many people involved, so many things that we have to do. And um, because solar demand will only increase and become even more competitive, businesses won't be able to necessarily scale to meet demand if the right infrastructure isn't in place now. So how important is that control to you, right? That opportunity with low-code development to build a solution that works specifically for them in a very nuanced way when it comes to efficiency and scaling at speed?
1: Uh, it's extremely important. Um, right. I mean, it, it really is. Um, I'm trying to think through. So really, if you think about like needing a software that, that fits for your projects or fitting your projects into a software, right? There, there's a difference between the two. And so I, you know, again, I think it's, it's, it's extremely important.
0: Right, and is there a particular project that you've worked on, or a case study or example with some stats you can share to bring all of this to life for us? Like, what was the challenge they were having, the solution you provided, and then maybe the ROI?
1: Yeah, of course. So, um, before actually working at Quickbase as an employee, I was essentially a partner, like I had mentioned, where I would approach solar companies, show them a Quickbase app that I had built, and then I would be a consultant for that company for you know six to six months to twelve months. Um, yeah. After I had gotten enough data from these companies that I was a consultant for, um, I started to run the numbers and I realized that once they started to use QuickBase as as their main source of truth, we were able to cut install times down by two weeks. Um, wow. Now, that may not seem like a very big deal, but for the solar industry, that's, that's big because... Um, A lot of these companies will actually get fully funded once the glass is on the roof or the business, you know, um, and then they actually get paid, they can pay out their employees. So the faster we can get installs, the faster we can continue to move our business forward. So if I'm able to show a platform that can help reduce that time by at least two weeks, and I have the data to show it, I think that's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, and some research that I did uh, leading up to this particular episode, and I didn't realize, but solar is huge in Africa oh, yes. um, as a source of electricity. And what they're what they're doing over there, and they've it's kind of it's kind of a a well oiled machine or like an art over there. I don't know if you have any experience with Africa, but um, is there anything that kind of stands out from what they do over there?
1: Um, they do. So I would say they at least some of the projects that I've personally been involved with um, a lot of solar farms, right? So it's not, it's not so much about on just each individual rooftop, which of course there is that, but a lot more of the projects that I see going and going on in Africa are for the entire community, right. And are for groups of people instead of just, again, a house. So there's a lot more solar farms, um, you know, in a combination of that to, to give energy to a lot more individuals. So.
0: I love that. And so it just goes to show what we can do with solar power, right? And so what do you what do you foresee for the next few years in terms of sustainability trends, the push towards more sustainable energy sources? And specifically what can we expect from solar technology?
1: Oh, I think there are I, we're definitely getting better, right? I think they're getting more efficient. Um, when I had first started, we were using about 250 watt panels. I think now the average being used is about 400 watts. Wow. Um, and so I know that they're, they're becoming more and more efficient. Those prices are, are becoming more, um, com, you know, uh, easier for homeowners and businesses to get. Um, And then I've also seen a few really interesting articles about some new uh, technology for solar that is still currently being tested but it's, it's thinner, it's lighter. You don't actually need as much solar on your roof to get the same amount of power um, to, to run your home. And so I think the technology is just gonna to continue to get better. Um, where, where we're at right now, at least what I've seen, is we still are field testing a lot of this new technology to make sure that it will last 15, 20, 25, 30 years in the field, and that's, we're still in that testing phase.
0: Well, and I'm glad we talked about this today because it's an industry where we need a strong foundation, right? And I think we need a strong technology foundation for them to really flourish, the solar companies, as well as the consumers and the environment and the planet as a whole. And so that just makes me very excited. So what's your key takeaway from everything we've talked about today and the importance of control when it comes to efficiency, productivity, and simplifying complex processes?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think i have mentioned this, this before, but just to kind of tie it up here with um, you think about needing software that fits your pros- your projects versus fitting projects into your software um, as the world continues to change. And when it comes to energy, tech ch- changes all the time. Um, so you need a software that can a- adapt very quickly with you and scale with your business. And so that, that would be my takeaway is just that when you're looking to scale, and if you're looking for a software to scale with you, it's QuickBase.
0: Love that. What a- fascinating discussion. I've really enjoyed getting an insight into the solar industry and the complexities around what is a quickly growing and super important area as the focus on renewable energy sources continues to grow. And what was fascinating was that we're seeing those principles of good business cropping up again, right? Even in what might be unfamiliar territory to our listeners. Connectivity, collaboration, visibility, real-time data, these are all very familiar trends that we love to talk about and we know are the strong foundations for the future of our industry. If you want to find out more, you can check out QuickBase at QuickBase.com. A massive thanks to Alex for joining me today and to the team at QuickBase for making this episode happen. And we'll be back for another episode of our mini-series. And I cannot wait for you to see what we have in store for you next. Thanks, Alex.
1: Thank you.